Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord. We uh, thank you for your presence. Lord, we uh, thank you for uh, just the, the, the time of, of uh, fellowshipping with you and, and worshipping you. But now as we approach your word, Father, we pray for, for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit into our hearts. Lord, just to, uh, to reveal the truth that is contained in your word, Father because we acknowledge the authority of your word and we submit ourselves to it. And Father, we ask you, we want to be people transformed and changed by the truth of your word, by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we ask you. Amen. All right, let's, uh, we, we are going to read this morning from uh, Joshua chapter 1. I'd, I'd like to read from verse 1. Let's go to Joshua. It says here, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over to this Jordan, you and all these people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that, that the sole of your foot will tread upon, will be given, uh, will, I have given to you. Notice the uh, perfect tense that I have given to you. Just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness of this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause these people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right, to the right hand, or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Powerful, powerful passage. All right, this morning, and as a matter of fact, I believe beginning this morning, uh, I, I feel God is, uh, there's a, there's a prophetic, uh, uh, it's almost like I sense there's a prophetic moment for our church and uh, for, uh, you know, as a whole, and also I believe for individuals in this church. Prophetic moment in that God is taking us into a new season. And uh, I, I, I don't normally preach like this, but, but I, this is like, as I, was, as I was driving, preparing myself for the sermon, and for the next few weeks, we are going to preach from this book. 
Uh, because I believe there is a significant shift that God, God, is, God is doing in, in, in our midst. And uh, that's why this book of Joshua, and the book of Joshua is the book of transition, really, in the, in the Old Testament. It's, uh, it's a book where the, the nation of Israel, as a nation, they're t- you know, turning the leaf sort of thing, you know. And uh, therefore, the title this morning of my sermon will be the basic truth of possessing what is promised to us, what God has for us. The basic truth for possessing what is promised. So let's look at the context of the book of Joshua. In verse 1 it says, Joshua, the servant of Moses. He's a faithful, faithful servant of Moses. I want you to, to think you know, from Exodus all the way to this book. Pretty much someone like this, this man, Joshua, witnessed the awesome power and the glory of God performed through Moses and by Moses. And along with Caleb, these are the, uh, Joshua and Caleb, they are the only people survived that transition. In other words, as a, as a man of God, Joshua was the only one, along with Caleb, actually witnessed the transition and learned how the, you know, and, and witnessed the failure of the past generation to enter the promised land and witnessed the second generation, the way God is preparing the second generation, how they are to enter the promised land. In other words, he has the privilege to learn the mistakes from the past generation to the next generation, what it takes to become the generations that will possess everything that God has. As we, as we learn from, from uh, the story of Israel and talk about possession, what does it really mean to us to possess God's inheritance in us? <laughs> Is it my job? Is it my career? That's part of it. Your job is just part of God's blessing to equip you, equip you so that you become a massive, massive instrument in his hand. It really is that simple. I'll give you an example. Just my story. <laughs> Grew up in a village, <laughs> a very, very small island in Indonesia called Ambon. And my father died when I was six years old. My, my mom died 10 years later. The rest of my life, up to, the, you know, by the time I was 20, 21, 22, 23, I was pretty much a street kid, or just living from house to house, from friend's house to another house. But to the point that where I am now, where God has used me in Australia, I was once a sponsored child <laughs> by a Dutch family, and now being used by God, and not only in Australia, but now going back to have impact in, in Jakarta, in, in, in Indonesia, raising up leaders and all those things. I can't do that by myself. When I was in high school, I basically just passed high school. Actually, it was given to me. (laughs) 
they just passed me, sort of thing, you know, because I, I was terrible. And, uh, but now, and I, I didn't believe God. I mean, I was, I was into alcohol, I was on drugs, you know, all, all those things. But here I am, looking back, like, I, I saw the different, different situations in my life. I know the hands of God was on me. I'm walking in what God wants me to walk into. Now, some of you may be different. Some of you, maybe, maybe God wants to use you as a teacher. Or, but in wherever you are, here's the thing. Jesus called you and I to be the salt of the earth. In other words, wherever you are, the very essence of who you are impacted the people around you. When you're not there, they feel your absence. You know, you know when you eat something and... It's like salt here. You know, we need more salt. You know, so when you're not there, people feel like you know something is missing. And that impact varies in different degrees. And God wants you to live like that. That is our call. Jesus said, "You are the salt of the earth." That is our call. I'm not talking about prominence. I'm talking about significance. The world is looking for prominence, but God wants us to be significant. Let's look at this situation with Joshua. Let's look at the context. Okay? So Joshua, like I said before, witnessed the failure of one generation and the, the success of the next generation. I want to compare Joshua and Moses, because he witnessed the, the, uh, the power that demonstrated in, uh, uh, in, in the life of Moses. I want to do this, this uh, presentation. Let's compare the life of Israel under the leadership of Moses and Joshua. Okay. Under Moses, both Moses and Joshua, in this two, under these two leadership, as a nation, they had to cross a body of water. One is the Red Sea under, under Moses, and under Joshua is Jordan River. Okay, the other generation. There are two different generations there. The first generation cr crossed the uh, Red Sea. The next generation crossed the Jordan River. The second generation, they were escaping, or the first generation under Moses, they were escaping. This is point number two. Whereas the second, uh, the second generation and point number two, they were possessing. Under Moses, point number three, it's a generation, it were, they were liberated slaves. But the next generation under Joshua's leadership, they were conquering army. Because in the book of Numbers and, and uh, the story in, in Exodus, they had to fight some wars. So in other words, the children of Israel, for them to, to possess something, they have to transition from just escaping slaves to become conquering army. You don't possess anything unless you are conquerors. Sometimes 
in our Christian walk, we barely survive and just whatever. But God said it's time to transition from just being saved to become conquerors. Because only conquerors will take possessions. And I believe God is leading us into that point. And guess what? You don't conquer unless you fight. <laughs> Conquerors are fighters. So. so let's look closer into this passage and see some of the principles. It begins with verse 1 where God, you know, God came to Moses. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, I want you to, to, uh, to just think about this. Okay, prior to this, this passage is Deuteronomy, the last chapter of Deuteronomy, where they, they mourn for Moses for 30 days. Now, just imagine... Put yourself in Joshua's place. You watch the power of God and the, on Mount Sinai and, and the, the parting of the Red Sea, you know, and everything. And then now you're it. I can imagine Joshua was reminiscing like the good old days, you know, man. I wish Moses was here. I wish, because I saw how God used him. I wish this, I wish this. And I can imagine, you know, I can imagine this because I tend to be like that. I tend to say, like, oh man, remember when we used to be like this? When you, <laughs> I don't know how many, some people are like to, like, Diane, like, the future is always good. Whereas I've got that melancholic sort of part of me that, Man, if only we had this. So the first thing is, what did God say to, to, to uh, Joshua? Moses is dead. Oh, really, God? I didn't know that. <laughs> because they just mourn, we just mourned for, for Moses for 30 days. There's a point there. Before you move ahead, the past has to die. It really is that simple. As good as the past is, if you can't, Keep reminiscing and mourning about the, about the past. You're not going to move on. As fantastic as Moses was, he's dead. It's time to move on. And then God revealed the promise. Every place. No man shall be able to stand before you. All the days of your life. That's fantastic promise. As I was with Moses, I will also be with you. You see, in Exodus chapter 3, verse 13, when God called, <laughs> when God called Moses to go to Pharaoh, I think I've, I've mentioned this before. So, God said, I want you to go to Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. Now, you've got to understand, 
Egypt at that point was the superpower of, the, of in that area, in the world, pretty much. The superpower like the American, you know, the, the American army. So God said, I want you to go to Pharaoh. Like, okay, Calvin, I want you to go to Trump. <laughs> like, it's pretty much like that, right? Tell him, let my people go. So Moses' natural answer was like, God, who am I? What am I going to do? Like, you know, the guy is a, is, a, is, a, is a massive dude. Like, what do you think? As I was reading Exodus, I thought, maybe God's going to give him five points of how to win friends and, and, and influence people. The, the five points of leadership and how to present, do a PowerPoint presentation kind of thing. The very next verse, when, when Moses said, who am I that I have, to, I have to go to Pharaoh? God said, I'll be with you. That's it, God? Like, that's all? Well, that's it. So, that same promise to accomplish this massive task, just as I was with Moses, I'm go, going to be with you. It's the same thing. Guess what? The first, the next necessary thing is like, just walk with God. It really is that simple. Just walk with him. And then, of course, the next thing after the promise, then the exhortation. Be strong and be very courageous. Verse 6 and 7. So you got the promise, the exhortation, and here, that many people don't like doing, <laughs> that many of us, including me, fail. Point number four, the call for a disciplined life. The next verse, eight. Be careful to do according to all that the law of that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right, to the right hand, or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. And this is the kind of discipline that you need to have. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Number one. This is the discipline that you and I need to have. The book. You shall meditate on it day and night. And the third one. So that you may be careful to do according to all that is written. So there are three, three aspects of discipline. Our manner of speaking, our thought life, and resulting in what we do, our behavior. The woman, the moment, you know, in churches, some, some Christian circles, the moment you talk about discipline and all this kind of stuff. Well, it's legalism. Like, really? I remember your point, Calvin. You're a basketballer, right? In one, one of his sermons, he said, those NBA guys, they didn't get there just because they had potentials. Talent alone didn't take them there. It's the discipline that takes them there. Have you watched a skillful 
piano player. But God will just close his eyes and just play this beautiful piece. Amazing what beautiful moves people's hearts. Our generation cry for freedom. It's like, I want to be free. I don't want to you know, be tied down by all these kind of rules and regulations. Here's the thing. That person, to be able to play a piece of Beethoven, there are rules and, and stuff that the teacher would see. You know, the first thing is, this is how you sit on the piano. This is how you put your wrist and all those things. I mean, days and months and years after a great time of discipline, guess what? All of a sudden, this person has a freedom to play whatever he wants. Hello, did you guys hear me there? Because of the discipline, the guy can play without thinking, without thinking, well, where's my finger going? It's the freedom that he expressed. Some of the best children that I've seen so free. You know why? Because they have been disciplined. Undisciplined life is bondage. I'm sorry. I want to say this. New generation of parents. Now, we're not going to be perfect, but discipline is part of raising your kids. They have to know to, to take no for an answer. <laughs> they have to choose to, and to know that whatever they choose, there's consequences. It's my right to choose, you know, it's my freedom to choose, but has anybody ever said that there's no freedom in consequences? You choose, you're going to get the consequences. We are what we are, whether we are victims or victors, because of the choices we made yesterday. Why? Because we're free to choose, Right? And if, if you parents think, you know, let them choose. I've, I've heard Christian parents say, oh, I'm going to tell my kids, you know, I'm, I'm going to let my kids choose what to believe. The Bible says you should teach your children and your children's children. Oh, it's just my kids, let them choose. What, what happened to the scripture that says, Joshua said, as a matter of fact, from the book of Joshua, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Not, I'll serve the Lord and they do whatever they want. It's like, no, no, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So success is the byproduct of a disciplined life. For then, in the next, very next verse, you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So there is promise, exhortation, call for disciplined life. And there's a warning. It's, not, it's a warning, but it's, God said, it's a command, but it's, in, a, in a way it's... A, it's there's an implication, implication of warning. Be strong and very courageous. Why? But 
three times. That, that very same sentence, be strong and be very courageous, three times repeated by God. Why? I want to say this to you. The enemy's greatest weapon is not to kill me. If he kills me, I go to heaven with Jesus. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I said to you guys, you know, you want to kill me, I'm already dead anyway. You can't kill a dead man. That is his greatest weapon, to discourage us. Most successful people face discouragement one after another after another. Discouragement comes often in disappointments. You know what disappointment is? Somebody actually explains this. It's, it's, it's a violation of expectation. There's a hope you expect something and all of a sudden, Things don't turn out the way, the way you hope them to be. But that's okay. Guess what you need to do? Just think, like, your, like God's promise. As I was with Moses, I will also be with you. Just keep walking with him. Yeah. Just keep walking with God. And just stay with him. You want to talk about discouragement? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just be parents, you know? You think you raise your kids a certain way, and I was like, oh, I didn't think it's going to be like that. Just keep believing God. I want to give you an illustration why we need to keep standing and keep fighting. Because God says all the promises is here. The land is given to you. It's promised like to, to, to Moses and to Abraham like 400 years ago. I want to give you an illustration. Say, I'm your, I'm your coach. And I say, Dan, because I'm training you to be a boxer. It's 15 rounds. Dan, okay? Now here's the thing. I'm your coach, but also I'm the judge. I decide who's going to win. Not only that, according to my plan, you already win. All right? And here's the thing. I give all these, this, this, uh, uh, what's, what's the drugs, the, the enhancing drugs? What, what do you call it? Steroid of the Holy Spirit in you. In other words, you got it. Yeah, performance on enhancing drug. And not only that, I've given the power of the name of Jesus so every punch you hit, it's, it's, a, it's a powerful punch because it's the name of Jesus, all right? But here's only, all I need you to do is to last the 15 rounds. The only thing that's going to cause you to be, to, to be defeated is you quit on the 14th round. Just last 15 rounds. Can you do that for me? It's not depending, yeah, because the, the, the victors are already decided. I'm the judge. And God said, just last 15 rounds. That's all I want. Just stay there and stay there and stay there. 
What are you laughing at? <laughs> yeah. It's a good analogy because that's one of my dreams, you know, to be a fighter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did martial arts and uh, all that kind of stuff. But uh, just think. We don't have to perform and rely on our strength. What else do we need? We have the word of God. And God decides to put all that he is, his spirit living in us. All right? Not only that, he gives us the authority and the power of the name of Jesus. Like, and besides that, he gives one another so that we can encourage each other daily. That's why it says, do not forsake the assembling of the community. So I think, guys, I believe God is taking us to a place, but it's going to take those who are just going to walk and keep on walking and and. There are times where the enemy will throw things at us. And I experienced that. It's fine. I had a dream, you know, once, about two years ago. In this dream, you know, I believe it's from God, and I, I, I do believe in it from God. In this dream, I saw this massive tornado. You know, like, you know how a tornado has that cloud? Like, and I thought, Whoa, this is going to be a massive, massive destruction here. And this cloud from, from the top just went down right to the ground and then right in front of me. And here's the thing. This image in front of me, and at the end of that, turn, that, that cone of cloud like that, the end of it was, was a head of a snake just looking at me, staring at me. <laughs> and, it just, and it was, you know, snake, how they would just go like this. And in that dream, I... I, the impression that I got was the snake was saying to me, I'm just going to watch how long you will last. Hmm. Yeah, that was it. That was like a few years ago. And then throughout the, throughout the ordeals, I, and I, I went through some ordeals. You know, some of you have heard I went through some post-traumatic stress and all those things. And the Holy Spirit will remind me of, of that dream. He said, he just wants to know how long you will last. Just stay there. <laughs> just stay there. Just stand. Yeah. Reminds me of that movie, Rocky, Rocky 4 or something like that, or Rocky 3, where his coach said, don't go down, don't go down. Whatever you do, don't go down. You know, you remember that? Yeah, that seems like... And he was battered and bruised, like, you know, whatever you do, don't go down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's not about how strong we are, it's how willing we are to surrender to the will of God. And let me say this. That willingness to surrender to the will of God, I've surrendered my, even my right to quit. I've surrendered my right to quit. It's time for our church 
to unite and to trust each other and to hey we're, go, we're moving on here we're going to the next step here's the thing I compare Moses to to, uh, to Joshua under Moses' leadership they didn't step into the sea until the sea actually parted but under the next generation a greater requirement the children of Israel the, the priests they they're already form a group and they have to step into the Jordan River before it was even parted. As it says, as the, the people put the, their feet on the water, all of a sudden the water parted. I believe, like God is saying, in this generation there is a, good, as a great requirement from the Lord to just step out. Don't even wait for the miracle to happen as you step out because the previous generation they weren't carrying the presence of God the presence of God was on the Mount Sinai but the next generation it was on the Ark of the Covenant they were carrying the presence of God you and I we are the carriers of the presence of God so guess what every time we step out the water will part come on Let's pray for one another. Bless your people, Lord. Bless your people.